0: With us today is Governor David Patterson, uh, and uh, one of the smartest uh, governors uh, of of New York State I've known. And uh, uh, Governor, uh, Happy New Year again, and uh, there was a State of the State uh, going on uh, this week. Uh, Give us a reading, give us an update of where the heck uh, you think New York State is.
1: Well, Governor Kathy Hochul delivered her State of the State message uh, they've been delivering them since uh, in, in that room since 1879, <clears throat> and the legislature and the other statewide elected officials were there, and uh, I was uh, pleased to be there and observed it. And one of the uh, issues that she brought up and talked about for quite a while was adapting the state's resources to the emerging um, uh, focus of AI Um artificial intelligence and enabling students in all of the uh, colleges around the state, not only the state universities, but the private institutions that want to be to be eligible for some of the services that she wants to make available for AI. Um, she didn't touch too much on what happens when AI goes wrong. She did uh, say that it has to be clean, it has to be accountable. But I thought that was an interesting departure from what governors usually talk about at their state of state addresses, I thought it was pretty creative. And well, um, well,
0: you you know my opinion on AI. AI doesn't really exist. It's just a fancy word uh, that uh, uh, taking uh, uh, Google researches, or, or I'm just using that as an example from many many sources and trying to integrate it. But integrating it is only uh, to the ability of the computer programmer yeah
1: and in addition uh it's been uh believed to be a jobs killer in a lot of places where it's already being used so it's kind of a it was a you know kind of a controversial issue for her to get into and particularly the amount of time she spent on it but she obviously had done a lot of research on it and had, it was uh in, in you know in that regard meanwhile she did talk about the um that we, as a state, are not going to spend money that we don't have, so I think that was a little warning to the legislature who may have some real ideas about some some spending that that she's going to uh not be in accordance with that you know sort of a philosophy and um that was uh, that was you know basically it the uh the the atmosphere around the chamber though I will say seemed a lot more festive. Uh, People seemed anxious to get back to work. They seemed more tolerant of each other than I have seen them in the past. And uh, so that's, you know, kind of uh, what her report was. She also uh, challenged Mayor Adams by uh, making resources available for housing uh, in in New York City and uh, a great amount of it. And she even asked him in front of the the whole uh, uh, joint session of the legislature if he liked the idea. Now, we never heard the answer. I guess he must have smiled or nodded or something. But that was another uh, uh, activity in Albany, that in a place where you think you've seen everything. Uh, Those were a couple of uh, additions that I'd never seen before.
0: I understand that the uh, governor uh, never mentioned the migrant uh, crisis. I mean, I guess she she just didn't want to get in, in trouble with, uh, with Washington. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of.
1: Yeah, uh, that um, was noticeable. A lot of people talked about that right after the address. Um, you know, it might really just be that the state of the state is really like the governor's wishes and dreams. It's basically all positive they had a couple of incidents of uh, uh, a child who had been uh, institutionalized because she was on social media so much. And they introduced her and, you know, these little feel-good moments. And they had a um, a video presentation before the governor spoke, which was uh, a, a little unusual, and it didn't actually stop the audience from talking to each other. So I don't know that they'll try that again, but uh, – that was noticed, and I think it was just that um, she wanted that her whole presentation to be positive about the work she wants to do with the legislature. And, and, and in that regard, she was affected in that way. Uh, but I'm sure that she'll be asked about the migrant situation. Uh, you know, the, the media is not going away, and she's not going away, and she'll have to talk about that as time goes on.
0: Understood. Uh, Any other subjects that you felt were very important that you brought up?
1: Well, um, after the governor's state of the state last night, I took a look at the debate and uh, President Trump's response. President Trump made a very interesting comment. He talked about the fact that in New Hampshire, and he praised the state and the people who live there, but that they have a situation in their primaries where you can vote for either a Democrat or a Republican. So in other words, Democrats could uh, pile on and get into the Republican party since uh, president Biden is not being opposed, and maybe, uh, you you know, change the outcome of it. I thought it was interesting that if he noticed that, that he would mention it publicly because uh, you know, we've forgotten about that and it would, would sort of wake them up on the other side. Nikki Haley, I think one of the reasons she's been a star in the previous debates is she comes across as such a humane person and easy thing, and almost Reagan esque in the way that she comports herself. But last night it was just a, 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 a nasty exchange between her and Governor DeSantis, and they just went back and forth, and I didn't think either one of them accomplished anything. So uh, in this quadrennial referendum on uh, elections and presumably policy, I hope we hear a little better than, from the candidates than we did last night.
0: And, uh, understood. And uh, give us your interpretation of uh, Governor Christie uh, 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 just uh, saying he suspend, he's suspending his uh, campaign. Well, I think his attempt
1: to bring down former President Trump has not gotten anywhere none of the other candidates have picked up on anything he said uh the president's poll numbers go up every time he seems to be attacked or in in court and uh, after a while it, it's it's you're beleaguered uh trying the same uh, approach and it not working time and time again so i think he realized he's not going to raise that much money anymore and and he, you know he had his chance to try to be disruptive, and it didn't really work. And the best thing to do at that point would probably be to get out.
0: Understood. Now, the Democratic situation in the presidential election, well, that's, nobody really knows. I mean, do you have any intuition or any uh, opinions of possibilities? Well, I think that President
1: Biden is going to try to run on some of the recent economic numbers, which are accepted as being positive. Now, when we talk to Larry Kudlow and some other uh, analysts, uh, they show how things are not nearly as, as good as they sound. It's enough to make that the real, uh, you, you know, the, 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 the real driving issue of the Biden reelection campaign. But I think that the president is just going to have to um, address some issues such as the border, um, some issues such as continuing inflation, even if prices are going down. Uh, I mean, uh, and and uh, and that he's he's going to have to be uh, far more dynamic than he was when he ran four years ago, because what really happened, I thought, in that race, it was kind of dead even. Well, so they got to the debates, and uh, Biden kind of uh, came out really swinging. I don't think anybody expected it. And it I think it rattled the, the uh, former president and uh, created some momentum for him. Uh, and, you know, then the former president, uh, you know, having an, an episode, uh, you know, right before the election. I'm sure that didn't help. <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, President Biden um, – hasn't demonstrated that, uh, you know, kind of dynamic nature that he showed right before the election in 2020, and I think uh, he's going to have to, as they say, up his game, uh, or he may be in the position that the former president is right now. Uh,
0: last question, uh, Governor. Uh, there's rumors around uh, that the Democratic Party is trying to get uh, Michelle Obama um Interested. Have you heard those rumors and w- any gut feeling? I've heard the rumors. I
1: don't think it's real. I mean, uh, she's she very articulate, be a very good candidate. She has a better presence uh, even than former President Barack Obama. And uh, it would be certainly interesting. Uh, also, you know, the issue that we've uh, never had a woman president would come up. And um, I think it, it, it would be a, a real interesting battle between her and uh, presumably former President Trump. But I don't think that she wants to do that. I just don't get that feeling, you know, when, when she makes appearances and that kind of thing. I think it's one of those things like in sports where you talk about who you think, uh, you know, the Knicks need to get or who the Yankees need to get, that kind of thing. It's great conversation, but I don't think it's going anywhere.
0: Understood. Governor uh, David Patterson, you're a one common sense uh, Democrat, and thank you for coming on this Sunday morning, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon.
1: Great talking with you, John.